Isaiah 58 and verse 4. He says, Behold, and I'll, I'll get to the context to, for you so you understand why, why we're looking at this. Behold, you fast for contention. I mean, how can you be doing something spiritual and the result is negative? You ever ask yourself that question? You're doing all this stuff. You're coming to church. You're praying. You're, you're preaching. You're teaching. But the results are all negative. Watch what it says. He says, behold, you fast for contention and strife and to strike with a wicked fist. You do not fast like you do today to make your voice heard on high. I want to talk about today Fast and Furious Part 2. Amen? The results of a false fast. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your grace and mercy. Thank you for your word. I pray now for the hearts and the minds of your people. You have who you have here today because you want to speak to them now. Father, let me decrease so that you may increase. Stand in my body, think with my mind, speak with my voice. Cancel the schemes and the plans of the enemy. And Lord, bless the hearts and the minds of your people today. God, we need a word from heaven. Transform us, God, by the word of God. We love you. We thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank God. You may be seated in the presence of God. Amen. Amen. Um, I don't know about you, but there are things in my life that I really need changing. And it seems to me that it's not happening. Anybody been there before? There are some things that, one of the things, I, I'm, I am a counselor and I meet with people uh, weekly and I counsel people. And one of the hardest things for people to do is change. Um, change can be very, very difficult especially if you've been if you've been accustomed to doing something the same way for a long time sometimes it's so hard for us to break cycles to break what i call generational curses um some of us we start things and we never finish that is a cycle you don't want to be like that. You know you have, listen, a lot of us are overloaded with information. We have information. We know what we must do. But it, sometimes it's so difficult to get it done. I believe that when you can't do something in the natural, then you have to tap into the supernatural. I believe that what I told you for five weeks about prayer. I believe that prayer is the key to change. One of the keys. One of the five keys to change. And I believe that, as I said this morning at the 8.30 service, that when you have developed a strong prayer life, you are positioning yourself 
amen, to be blessed by God. I believe that. I believe because prayer is the believer's communication with God with the assistance of the Holy Spirit whereby we make our requests be known unto God. But there comes a time, and I'll get to that verse later on in this series on fasting, when it takes a little bit more than prayer. Jesus, his disciples went out and they were supposed to go out and cast out demons and do miracles. They went out and they tried to do it, but it didn't happen. Then Jesus showed up and cast the demons out and they asked Jesus the question, how come we couldn't do it? He says, some of these things must be done by prayer and fasting. I believe that fasting is one of the spiritual disciplines that if you master it, if you understand it, if you don't, don't look at it as law, but look at it as something that's spiritual, and, and I'll give you the definition of fasting. Fasting is denying yourself of something for a spiritual good. Are you with me? Fasting is denying yourself also so that your voice can be heard in heaven. I'll deal with that today in this passage. I told you last week that fasting is not done, number one, to impress God. We don't fast to impress God or people. Number two, I told you, fasting must not be done with false humility. See, fasting is about humbling yourself. I don't know if you've ever fasted before, but it's about humility. It's, if, you've, if, you've, if you've been full of pride, if you've been full of yourself, what fasting does, it gives you the opportunity to deny your flesh and to deny yourself and to Humble yourself under God's watch. Are you with me? It's saying to your flesh, hey, I don't need that. I don't want nothing to do with that right now. I want to give up something to show humility. Are you with me? I told you thirdly that fasting is not done, fasting is not done only to get what I want. Amen. So, so, so listen, it's not just about you getting what you want. That's not what it's all about. It's about understanding what is God's will for your life, what does God want from me, and then submitting to the, whatever that call is that he has called you to. And lastly, I told you, because you remember when we fast, some people when they fast, they get a bad attitude. I told you that fasting is not done with a bad attitude. Here's the thing. If you're going to complain the whole fast, amen. Oh, man, I can't wait till 6 o'clock. Man, shoot, I get bored. Whoo, Lord, when is it going to end? I mean, seriously, how? Did he say 40 days? No, he didn't say 40. No, I don't think. He may have said four days. He didn't say 40 days. You, you know how. You, everybody fasts like that for you. <laughs> I'm going to be the only one. <laughs> Amen. You're going to leave me hanging by myself. Amen. 
You know what I mean? We're like, man, when is it going to be over? Right? And as a result, what happens is people develop what? Bad attitudes while they're fast. Don't talk to me. I'm like, dang. You know what I mean? You know, you're supposed to be doing something spiritual, but you got a bad attitude. Now, that's the exact backdrop to Isaiah 58. Isaiah 58, these people, right? You know, and I told you this last week. These people were doing something spiritual, but watch this. They were doing it externally. You know, they looked like church folk. How you doing today? Good. Yeah, all right. You know what I mean? You know, hey, my brother, you know what I mean? But inwardly, amen, listen, they, they had some stuff going on. Listen, they were doing something spiritual, but yet they were not changing. And so they figured, the, if, okay, it's not working, let me try even harder. Isn't that what some people do, right? They, listen, they're coming to church. They're not really listening but they're trying harder. Hello, somebody. If the word isn't going in your heart and transforming you, come on, somebody, and you're not taking the word and applying it to your life, then there'll be no change. And so today we see that, you know, why is it important for us to understand why we should fast the right way? Because it has spiritual repercussions. It has spiritual impact upon that situation in your life that you cannot change by yourself. How many are you ready for change today? And if you are ready for change, then that means there's something that needs to be done, but we have to do it the right way. Are you with me? You see, you see, here's the thing. If you want to change and you want true change in your life, it's important that you practice these spiritual disciplines properly. My aim today, my aim today is to take a look at the results. You know, uh, you can tell me, you know what, if you pray, you'll change, but I need to see some results. And these people in chapter 58 of Isaiah, they were really thought that they were doing something, amen. They were doing the right thing, but they were doing it the wrong way. And I don't want you to fall in the same category when you pray, when you fast. If you want change in your life, you and I must stop today and examine, truly examine our hearts. Examine for yourself and say to yourself, why am I doing this? And first and second of all, why do I really want change? Watch the text. So the context gives this. The context, uh, you know, if you look at Isaiah 58 verse 1, it says, cry loud, loudly, and do not hold back. Raise your voice like a trumpet and declare to my people, watch this, God says, their transgressions. Now, what was their transgressions, their sins, right? God was saying, watch this, and to the house of Israel, a house of Jacob, their sins. Look what he says in verse 2. He says, yet they seek me day by day and delight to know my ways. As a nation that has done righteousness and has not forsaken the ordinance of their God. In other words, they were faking it. 
They were acting like they wanted God. They were acting like they were for God. They were acting as if they were living for God, but in all actuality, they weren't doing anything. Now, they were, they, they were out, looked outwardly, they looked the part, but inwardly, they were failing terribly. And I don't want to be that kind of person. Remember I said this last week? I want to be the kind of person that my yes is my yes, my no is my no. And when, when Jesus changed your life, he develops in you and I integrity. Integrity is I say what I say and I mean what I say. And if I said it, you can take it to the bank and you can cash it. Come on, somebody. In other words... We must possess, what I said earlier, an extraordinary spirit. Are you with me? So here's some questions for you this morning. Do you want to change? Do you find yourself repeating a cycle? Come on, somebody. Do you desire real change? And will you believe that fasting, can change or break that cycle. Anybody here this morning? You see, these people, they had, these children of Israel, they had the spirit, they were spiritually insensitive. They were fasting and rather than growing better, they grew worse. And so today I want to look at in scripture, I want to look at how a people can do something as spiritual as fasting and turn out the total opposite. Isn't that deep? So they were fasting and God was furious. Watch the text. Let's go to verse 4. So I want to say fasting should make us better. It should bring us closer to God and closer to our change. So whatever situation you may have, let me just put this precursor here. If, if you want change in your life right now, give up something. Say, God, today I'm going to give up my coffee or I'm going to give up my Facebook. Amen. We spend so, so much time on Facebook and if we were to spend time in his book, come on, somebody, we'll learn a little bit more. If you look on his wall, you will find, amen, that the message there can transform your life. Amen. There are pictures on his wall. Amen. And you can like every last one of them. Y'all ain't trying to hear me. Y'all ain't trying to hear me. So, so, so look at verse 4. Look, look what he says now. Now, now verse 4, he says, let's look at it. He says, behold, you fast for contention. Now, I, I read this like 30 times. And I'm saying to myself, why would you even fast? Why would you even come to church if, if you got all this stuff going on inside of you? I mean, seriously, I'm just asking. I'm just saying, why, why, why go through the motion? 
right? You know, you know, sometimes we got to drag people to church like, come on, man, let's go. You know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, listen, these people, this, listen, we're not fooling anyone when we do spiritual things, right, and we're not seeing any results. So I read this like 30 times. I said, man, behold, you fast for contention. Now, this word contention in the Hebrew, the word means to complain. Watch this. To debate. Uh-huh. The word carries the idea of one conducting a lawsuit. Bringing a lawsuit against someone. I'm like, why am I fasting to debate with people? I said, what's the problem? So the Lord showed me that this is the results of a false fast. So here's the thing. Let me bring it, bring it home to you. If you've been serving God for a little while, come on somebody. If you've been living for Jesus, if you've been praying, if you've been fasting, if you've been serving, if you've been committed, if you've been tithing, if you've been doing all this stuff, and your results are not positive, something is wrong on the inside, baby. And today, you can make that change to say, God, I want to be R-E-A-L with you, rated R. I want to be rated R with you, God. I want to be real with you. I want to really surrender. Listen, you can't walk around talking about people. Come on, somebody. And then smiling in their face. I mean, that's, that's what you call what? Hypocritical, right? Amen. And it's amazing how we can point that out in others, but we can't point it out on us. So, so here's the thing. If you want change, if I were to give you a point right here, which is not a point on the screen, but I'm going to give you a point. You got to be real. Change begins by you saying, I got to be real. That's Ebonics, but it's okay. Just write it down like that. I got to be real. Because if you're not real about who you are, you can tell me that you've accomplished all these things, and that's what they were doing. They were walking around like, yeah, because remember, they had slaves. This is post-exile. And they had workers, and they had people working for them. And I'm going to show you in a minute what they were doing to them while they were fasting. Woo. While they were fasting, they were treating people worse than they, than they were treated while they were in exile. Ain't that deep? Uh-oh, uh-oh, this is not one of them shout messages, huh? It's like, man, why do you have to come saying stuff like that? So my first point is this. A false, the results of a false fast, it ends, number one, it ends in disputes. Cut the lights down the back. It ends in what? Disputes. Whenever you find yourself, listen, you come to, and listen, we got to stop blaming the devil, right? Whenever we come to the end of the fast or we've been praying, right, you come right out your prayer closet and you start fighting with somebody. That was false. Go back and try again. 
Whenever you do something as spiritual as fasting, whenever you come to church, stop blaming it on the devil and look inside and say, am I for real? I've, I've gotten into disputes when I've, oh my gosh, right when I take communion and I get in my car, oh, come on, somebody cut me off, then y'all ain't trying to hear me, y'all not trying to hear me. And, and, and everything that I've done from prior to that road rage, you understand what I'm talking about? <laughs> Was it real? Because here's the thing, here's the difference between you and I, and well, between us and them in the Old Testament. We have the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit produces in us self-control, love, joy, peace. I've seen people fast and have no joy. I've seen people fast and they have no peace. So our fasting must be done and but after our, the results of our fast should not end in contention or strife or disputes. Watch this. Their fasting had no effect upon their conduct. Come on somebody. You've been asking God for change. You've been asking God for transformation. But if your fasting is ending in something else other than change, then baby, something is wrong. Are you with me? Watch this, watch this. If you, if you are not better after you have done something as spiritual as fasting, then it wasn't real. Our fasting should help us Watch this, should make us better, not worse. Anybody ever seen that? And listen, and here's the thing. And then we say, well, oh, well, I'm being attacked. No, you're not being attacked. The truth is being revealed. So these people, God's people, were fasting, but it was ending in something totally opposite. Are y'all walking with me? Watch this. Totally opposite than what, listen, when you're done fasting, you should be at peace. You should, have, you should have a peace about you, a joy, because all while you're fasting, and I'm going to get to this in a couple weeks, watch this. When you're fasting, God is hearing your voice. The question is, what is he hearing? Is he hearing complaints? Is he hearing, oh, my stomach hurt? Oh, shoot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Man, I can't wait to get back on Facebook. My thumbs can't wait to get back to scroll up on my phone. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't wait to tweet, <laughs> you know? You know, it, it, you know, it should result in positive things. Watch this, watch this, watch this. He says you fast for what? Contention? Now, now, I'm like, listen, I did not want to preach this, okay? I mean, seriously, I'm like, man, this is a Sunday. You know, I don't want to come across with no negative message here, you know? But the word is the word, baby. I take it when I like it. I take all, I take it like what? When I don't like it because I know it's good for me. So because I believe that God is trying to move all of us towards change. And so the first part of change is acceptance. Hello, somebody. And guess what? If you're not R-E-A-L-L-L or R-E-E-L-L-L, no, I'm just playing. You know what I mean? Something wrong. Watch the text. He says, and you fast 
For what? Contention. And what else? Strife. I'm like, how could you possibly fast for contention and then strife? Now, the word strife there, <laughs> it means struggle. Watch this. Hand-to-hand combat. That's what it means. I'm like, how in the world were they fasting and the results of their fast, it only, that sounds like something of the world. So my next point is not only it ends in disputes. Hello, somebody. It ends in quarrels. Listen, if you're fasting for something, for change, and you're always arguing with people. And you're always struggling with your wife and you're always struggling. Listen, and it's coming to blows. That's what the Hebrew word means. It means to come to blows. If it got to come down to blows, something wrong. The results. <laughs> I don't go hitting on your wife now. You get locked up for that. <laughs> Okay, (laughs) keep your hands to yourself, all right? But when we fast, it should not end the results. And I'm talking about, when I say results, I'm talking about the results of your character after fasting should always end in peace. Look at this. They looked religious. They could not get along. I mean, listen, If after you've fasted and you can't get along, then it wasn't for real. Watch this. Fasting changes the way you treat people. Because it puts you in a place. Listen, if you're struggling with your own stuff and you keep projecting it on other people, fast. And and see, fasting is like this. It's, it's refining you. It's pulling up inside of you what's really there. You know, you know when they would test the metals for gold, they would put it in, in the heat, and they would drop the, the metal, the gold, in the, in the dross, and they would put, they would put it in the, in the heat, and what would happen is the dross would come up to the top. The impurities would come up to the top. Sometimes... Watch, not not sometimes, all the time when you're in tune with God, he will show you yourself. And if the results of what you're doing is producing negativity, hello somebody, then you're closer to your change. Woo, give give, give give your neighbor a high five for that. Give your neighbor a high five. Neighbor, I'm closer to my change. Listen, at least I know what I am. But if, if when you do something as spiritual as fasting and it ends in morals, then you got problems. Let's go on. I got two more and I'm done. Ready? Lord have mercy. Look what he says. Look what he says next. He says, behold, you fast for what? Contention and strife? Man, seriously? Look what else they were fasting for. Why would they even fast for this? Look at this. And to what? (laughs) To do what? 
are these God's people or what? Who are these people? I mean, who are these people? Seriously, look what it says. It says, and to strike, listen, fasting made them grouchy and belligerent. And they took it out, took their sinful feelings out on their neighbors. It would, it would have been better for their neighbors if they had not fasted at all. So I'm asking you something. When you do spiritual things, how do you treat people? So the results, the third, the third thing that it ends in, it ends in fights. Listen, I was looking at this passage and I'm saying, man, God, what are you trying to tell me here? He said, Pastor, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you're preaching for me, uh, you need to change. I don't think you're hearing me. When you stand there to preach, hello, hello, your life should be lined up with your lips. Hello, somebody. Amen. And your life should be lined up with my word. And guess what? You shouldn't be going off on people. See, when I put it to me, it's fine, right? <clears throat> They're like, yeah, pastor, you shouldn't do that. See, y'all wrong for that. But when we fast, right, when we, when we fast, something as spiritual as fasting, it shouldn't come down to fights. Do you know, as I said, fasting reveals, watch this, who's false. Fasting also reveals what you have on deck. It reveals your character. Hello, somebody. It, it reveals who you are. I dare you to try it. Give up something this week and watch how you treat other people. And you'll see whether or not it's a real fast or what? False fast. I got one more point. I'm going to sit down. You know, these people went to fist fighting. I was like, man, seriously? They are fighting each other. Like, seriously. Like, I'm like, look, the real battle is not with the people. It has to do with their sincerity. And when their sincerity was called into question. Hello, somebody. See, before, prior to this, in chapter 16, right? I'm sorry, in chapter 57, they were like praising God and all this stuff. I said, uh-uh, that, I don't want that. God wants something from you and I. You know what he wants? He wants truth. I know we have problems. I know we got situations in our lives. I know we struggle with things. But if you could come to the foot of the cross and put it there, we're not perfect people. We got problems. But why pretend all of our Christian life? Come on, somebody. I'm not pretending anymore. God, here I am. This is who I am. Yeah, I may have a little short fuse. I may have a little issue here, issue there. 
I'm willing to fast so that you can change me. And I'm watching how I'm treating people. Watch this. Watch the last thing right here. Watch what he says. He says, you fast, you do not fast like you do today. Now, you know what he was saying there, right? They're not doing it right that day, right? Like, you know. What, what was the purpose of fasting? Look at this in the text. To make what? Can, can, I, can I tell you something? Isn't it a privilege that I can open my mouth and the God who created everything, the God of this universe, the one who hung the moon and the stars, the one who breathed the breath of life into me, the one who created this universe from ex nihilo, from nothing. He is pure actuality with no potentiality because if God had potential, it means that he needed to learn something. But God doesn't need potential because he's God. He's Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and the end. That God is the same God when you open your mouth and you say, Father, he hears you. And here's the thing. Not only does he hear you, but he can do something about what you're asking him for. Some people, you call them, they can't help you. But you and I have a direct line Oh, hallelujah to his holy name. We have a direct line to heaven. And God says when you fast, the seriousness of it is that you are drowning out your flesh, denying your flesh so that your voice can be heard in heaven. Lord, I need you right now. Lord, I need you to fix my finances, Lord. I, I need you to give me the wisdom to fix my finances. I don't need you to do it. I need you to give me the wisdom to fix my finances. Lord, I need healing in my body. Put me in the right place. Give me the discipline so I can do what I need to do. Father, I need some strength down here on earth. But listen, when I fast, is my results positive? This last point is one of the most important points. The results of a false fast, it ends in unanswered prayer. Is that what you want? And when you spend hours in prayer, and yet my character is not changing, Look at your life now as a Christian and ask yourself, am I, am I repeating a cycle? Listen, two places in Scripture where your prayers are hindered. This one, and then husbands, if you don't live with your wife in an understanding way. In other words, if you don't know your wife and treat your wife accordingly, God ain't hearing your prayer. Another place in scripture, number three, God does not hear sinners. But today, I want to say this to you. You and I have an opportunity. We need some heavenly assistance. How many need some heavenly assistance? How many need heavenly assistance for your change? 
You need something bigger than you. It's not in you. We need God to help us. And so what we must do is examine ourselves. God, make me real. Make sure that when I'm, when I'm doing something spiritual, I'm examining. Listen, don't just get along with your spouse. Get along with everybody. Don't just get along with everybody and don't get along with your spouse. See, see that's some people can get along with everybody. But from the time they get home, disputes, quarrels, fights, and guess what? No answered prayer. As I close, a Boy Scout on a plane with a pilot, a minister, and a computer whiz. There was trouble on the plane. The plane was beginning to die they realized that they had, they had to put on the parachutes and jump. The only problem they had, they only had three parachutes. Amen. The pilot came and said, well, look, I've got a wife and four kids. I need the parachute. So he took the parachute and he jumped out. The computer with said, well, I've got all the knowledge that the world desperately needs for the 21st century I can't, I can't, I can ha I can't die. I can't die today. The world needs me. So he took the parachute and jumped out. The minister looked at the little boy and said, well, look, I've lived a long life, full life. You're just a young man. You take the last parachute and I'll go down with the plane. The little boy looked at the minister and said, Mr. Minister, don't worry about it. The brilliant computer whiz just took my knapsack, my backpack, and jumped out of the plane. <laughs> A lot of us are too smart for our own britches. We think more about ourselves than we ought to. We think that we're life whiz. We think we're the whiz in life. Amen. Every time we jump out to do the right thing, we fall flat on our face. God has what you need in order to jump and land on your feet. We have to do it by humbling ourselves and submitting to him. Now, which are you? As I close today, I say this. It's, it was really sad to me that these are the same people that God delivered out of Egypt, taught them how to do, how to serve him. And much like us today, we, we, we should be fasting. But I believe that we're not seeing the change in our lives because there are some things clouding our realness. And it may be false humility it may be pride it may be yourself and here's the opportunity I want to offer you today I want to offer you an opportunity to be real 